0: Hello and welcome to the Free Mind Podcast with Seth and Nerva Ready. This is Stephen Robles, and we have we have a new sponsor this week, Brother Seth. Popeye's oh. chicken. Popeyes hey. No, I'm just <laughs> Come on. that chicken from? Popeye's, Popeyes. chicken. The, the onlyest chicken from Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> the the onlyest. Listen, I saw you post something crazy on Instagram the other day. You went yes. in. You don't post often, but for some it reason I saw it. you in a Popeye's I don't post often,
1: but when I do, it's, it's Dos intense. Aquinas. How do you say that? <laughs> dos Equis. Dos Equis.
0: <laughs> I go in.
1: I go yeah. hard, bro. I go hard in the paint.
2: I was like, okay, Seth. <laughs> so here's um, what had
1: happened. What happened happened was... <laughs> Um, and and yeah. honestly, I got a lot of pushback on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a lot of pushback on that. Apparently, people do not like when you betray the introvert disposition.
2: Oh, yes, oh. I did see those. So,
1: right. I got multiple, like, we got texts. What? We got yep, yes, we got true. Instagram messages. Like even one person said, all the introverts have fallen. Yep. And they, oh were, they were they were not happy that I was not uh, true. They felt like I was untrue to myself just by posting on Instagram. <laughs> just by posting the story on Instagram. Wow. I do remember? I did, did I, did. I yeah. not get pushback, baby? Did it's true? Wow. So <laughs> I tried I, I tried to break you. it down for him. Here's what happened. So <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I told you I, I started class recently. I was getting ready yeah. to start my first reading session, so I was like, mm. okay, I'm gonna sit here, and I'm gonna go in for about three hours. I'm just gonna right. knock right. out this first week's of, week of reading. Yeah. I sit down. You know, before you sit down and read, though, you got to scroll Twitter right. for, like, <laughs> for about thirty forty seconds ceremony pre pre reading. Yeah. So I'm scrolling, and I see probably the this is like the tenth time in the last three days, right. but I right. but I see somebody. Eating the Popeyes chicken sandwich.
3: <laughs>
0: and and I, this is a that's new all thing. It took. Yeah,
1: and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, <laughs> forget like, studying. Listen, so you can wait. Yeah, so that that sandwich looks good. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And I was like, I don't know, man. There's a Popeyes down the street. I can get there. I think it was two o'clock. I was like, I can get there. We had a meeting night. I was like, get there, get back by 2.20. You know, I'm, I'm a calculator like that. That's Nerva, right, right. Nerva hates it. Um, I've but come I, to appreciate it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm calculating. I'm like, I'll be back here by 2.20 at the latest. Right. And get in and out. I know my Popeye's runs. Right, right. So I pull up. There's like. 15 cars in line at the drive-thru wow. this is two two five by the time I that's get out, there. Of ordinary, sure.
0: out of the ordinary way out of the ordinary
1: we're in our parts like you know just i mean they don't get that much love that time of day <laughs> no. so i'm like man this thing is really going viral so i pull up and i'm sitting there and we we ain't moved for five minutes and mm. i didn't bring the adapter For my phone to uh, so here's another story. This is our Dave car, our (laughs) Dave Ramsey car. Oh yeah 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 yeah, that's good. Toyota Highlander, and it's got some miles on it. It's got over three hundred thousand. Over three hundred. Over three hundred thousand going strong. That's what she. The air still works in low and extremely high. Not (laughs) Not in in the middle. (laughs) Patreon.com/slash/FreemindFM. Okay, good. (laughs) Go ahead, continue. And so. I don't have my adapter to hook into the wire for the cassette tape that I have to right. run my This
0: yes. ain't Bluetooth, right? No. This ain't
3: Primitive. It's style. And right.
1: so I'm right. like, okay, I'm sitting here and, and, and the car don't, right. the, the air don't work good when you're just sitting there either. So right. like, I'm burning right. up. I can't play anything. I can't play right. any podcasts <laughs> okay, because I the air is too loud. I got it on high. So I can't, you're I can't just your play phone. it out loud.
0: Right, right, right.
1: I can't play it through the system. I'm getting bored and I'm like, and I never get bored. Am I, do I ever get bored, babe? Like I always got something on my to-do list. Right. You want to read or something. Read yeah. or something. So I was right. like, that's true. I probably should have read Kindle. I don't, that that would have been my out on my phone. I could right, read right, Kindle. Right. But I was like, why? I have nothing to do right now. And I was like, you know what? I need to Insta story this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how, it, that's, that's how, how, it how I got there. Happens. I was like, well, okay. It all began. And I could anticipate, I said, you know what? Popeye's wasn't ready for this. Chicken sandwich challenge? Absolutely not. They do not have the infrastructure. Like no. you go to Chick Fil A and there's like four people outside That's running true, around sweating traffic. in the heat right. taking That's your it. orders, and you get in and out. Like there'll be thirty yeah, yeah. cars in line, right? But you're in right. and out in five minutes, and they don't run out. Exactly, they don't run out of chicken sandwiches. <laughs> exactly. And I was at Popeyes. I said, "This is going to be a day, this is going to be an all day event." I need to story this. <laughs> so I started as yes. historian. And I put the time on there because I knew. Right. So I was like, I and here's another thing. Usually when I Insta story, I don't do it in real time. Like I'll, right. sure, I'll do Nervous. Record it and then post yeah, later. I'll record it, post later when I could sit yeah. down and you know think about right. it. This I was like, I'm gonna do this in real time because I'm gonna be here a while. <laughs> so I started putting the time in, putting the time in, and I, and then I got about three posts in, and I was like, what am I doing? This isn't <laughs> me. <laughs> that crisis do of like it started and i think it was the hunger and the heat and the right, waiting all right. created this like almost like what castaway moment mm. when he starts talking, You're to talking wilson about volleyball. Wilson.
0: volleyball and wilson. this is my this was my wilson moment instagram was your wilson it was my wilson instagram moment wilson.
1: so i finally get up to the thing and my window won't roll down <laughs> and i was like i'm just going to have to do it so i had to prop open the door <laughs> <laughs> and i also thought i said I was like 95% sure they were going to run out of chicken sandwiches for sure before for sure. I got up there. And I couldn't believe it when I ordered it. That's why I taped the order, the actual order. I was I like, they're going to say they're added chicken sandwiches. Oh,
2: I see. Okay. That right. Makes okay. Sense.
1: But they weren't. And I couldn't believe it. So I ordered my sandwich. I got back, ate the sandwich all on Insta stories. Yeah, I see it all. At our so, and our Seth the Nerva. I was thing.
2: like, what's gotten into you, Seth? Yes. Exactly.
1: Something. I'm telling you, it was that common. So I just wanted to give you guys an explanation because. <laughs> <laughs> it probably shook your faith.
0: That it might have if you watch if, if you watch
1: these Insta stories <laughs> I didn't want to contribute to any more apostasy in the in the <laughs> right. Christian faith. So
0: I'll be honest, I was flipping through my stories and I see somebody in the Popeye's eyes. I, I don't know what that is. I just kept lying. But then I went, but then I saw you pop up again and set the nerve. I said, What is going on? And then I went back and I watched every single one. And it, it even motivated me to break keto hey, and try the same. That's right. I wanted to try it. And so literally, after I preached the other weekend, I went by Popeye's. I waited in line cuz it was a line. Like it never there's never a line. Never a line at that it one, never right? Never a line it was the Plant City one. I got up to the window, the little ordering thing, and there's two signs on it that says, "We're out." Wow. <laughs> We're out of chicken sandwiches. This wow. location is totally gone. So I couldn't even try it. Did the two signs say something
1: different? Or were they just replicas? One was like an
0: official Popeye's thing. It's okay. like they printed out from like Popeye's corporate. And it okay, said, we're okay. out of the original and the spicy. Okay. And then there was like one of those handwritten jobs like over here. I and it was like, we ain't got no sandwiches. <laughs> we so ain't don't got even no. ask. Don't even so, ask. I, but I, I even asked anyways. I saw the signs and they came on the last week. I said, you guys got any sandwiches? And they're like, no. I said, all right, bye. And I just left. <laughs> uh, I said, never mind. Forget it.
1: Uh, and we're going to get into some content, y'all. I'm sorry. But, you know. <laughs> this is this the is content. The first things <laughs> first. Uh, this will make sense just... later, but we are. This is our second episode. We know we have to. We have to double up today because right. we're going out of town, and for some reason we're. It's. it's I, I think crunchy. it's made us light in the head. That's it. Um,
0: but how was it though? I do yeah. like for real. Like, so here, right. here, here we go.
1: Here's my analysis. I gave an analysis on there, and I, right, I bit right, into right. one. I bit one bite. Cheated. I said I give Chick Fil A the edge on quality, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I said it's a really good. Second for me. Okay. Now I will say this: by the time I got to the middle of the sandwich, when I when all the whatever the the condiments in there were, I didn't taste okay. on the outside. When okay. I, it's like a spicy mayonnaise or something. Okay. With the pickle, mm-hmm. by the time I bit that middle <laughs> bite, I was like, you know what? Uh oh, <laughs> this might be a lateral. Oh really? gosh, sandwich that's here huge. To the Chick Fil A. Now, I was, so here here's the thing: I ordered spicy chicken at right. Popeyes, as you and, and so I was comparing it to spicy chicken at Chick fil A. Right. Right. So if you're not a spicy chicken fan, I haven't tried regular to regular yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. But spicy yeah. to spicy, I thought really I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna come down to taste. <laughs> it's personal
4: gonna come preference. down yes,
1: to personal preference. Which one you which one you desire. Cause I, I did yeah. think, man, this is this is actually really good. It's really good. Where do
0: you put the Wendy's spicy chicken in there?
3: Oof!
1: I would say when it first came out, mm-hmm. it, it had it. It had the the corner mark. The market cornered. Yeah, yeah. It had the market that. cornered, and it was good. I think the last few times I've had it, it tastes like they literally pulled it out of the freezer and put it oh, in my mom's my microwave. Yikes. We talked about with the turn dial. <laughs> That's not good. Where it's either it's right. frozen or completely uh, overcooked.
0: Yeah. See, bro, we talked about that on Patreon. Yeah, Patri- so yeah, the yeah. listeners right here, yes. they need to go to patreon.com/threemindedfm. <laughs> yes. Listen to that. We yeah. talked yeah. about
1: the, the the great mystery of the immaculate microwave and my that's mom's that's right. That's um, right. Pan, uh, uh, outside, the 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 outside. Room, it's not even inside. Outside, guarded <laughs> by the Greek three-headed dog Cerberus. Cerberus <laughs> guarding the microwave. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So if you have no idea what we're so talking about, it, that's right. You need to go to Patreon. So the yeah. spicy Listen chicken sandwich at Wendy's—the
1: right. last few times I mm, had—tastes it, like Great. it was heated up
0: and oh, prepared in no, no. That's okay. not good. That's not good. Okay. So Popeye's better than
1: that for sure. Yeah. Pop, I, I give Popeye's for sure, for sure, okay. for sure over very good very uh, McDonald's, good. Wendy's, all these uh, chicken sandwiches. Okay. And okay. Uh, and and I do think that depending on the day, right, it right. could go it could go toe to toe with Chick Fil A. Okay. Wow. Now I will say this: I don't think. I don't think they're as health conscious. So I, w- I would imagine that <laughs> oh, there's no. no peanut oil frying going nah, on at Popeyes. No. Yeah, nah, nah. I doubt that. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a, a, the healthier option, n- neither one of them are probably great. But I'd right, they're <laughs> both fried chicken, but it might, might be a better chance. It might right. be a better quality chicken, chicken as well. Yeah, for sure. um, but the taste on Popeyes is it's aight. <laughs> now, the question I have for you guys mm. Popeyes or KFC? Oh. Chicken. Just when it comes down Gosh. to
2: chicken.
0: Gosh. That's a tough one. That
2: is. That's a tough you know ugh, because I don't do spicy that much. <laughs> I go back and forth. I don't know. I think they're equal. I've no
1: less than a lot of correct. You try not to
3: try
2: not <laughs> Let to me offend think. anybody. Uh, I think
0: mm. <laughs> That's a tough one. Okay, you go
2: first. I can't I even keep, decide.
0: I want to say Popeyes because I also like their fry experience. Hmm. Opposed to the potato wedges from KFC.
2: Oh, see, I like their potato I, wedges. Okay. Like oh, no, they're the good. They're I've good. not had their fries. The fries are decent.
0: They are. Okay. From Popeyes. So, okay. Uh, the quality of both, I'm hmm. not sure. You know to what speak I mean? Of. You wonder. But I might, I might go Popeyes over Ooh. KFC. I might do that.
2: I don't know. That original recipe really kind of like on a good day. If it's fresh. True. You know, and I, and more times than not, Popeyes when I eat them, it's like uh, it's
0: been sitting there a little bit, but
2: still <laughs> pleasurable.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But KFC quality can range too. Depending You're on right. What You're right. You're right. Both they
2: both have their rough days and their good days. <laughs> so
0: I will say when I started college here in Lakeland. I heard about a KFC buffet in Auburndale, which huh. I did not know existed.
1: <laughs> yes, they did exist. I don't know if they're still around. But. I,
0: they might still be there, but it was on Havendale Boulevard in Auburndale, Florida. And bro, my freshman year, we hit that thing. Oh yeah, of course Hard, <laughs> you did. Man. Like KFC you buffet. To. I didn't know that to. thing existed.
1: Yikes. It was amazing. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. The funny thing is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same exact things they sell like per oh, meal, yeah. but on the buffet, there's like nothing extra. No, no, it's like no the no, same no, no, coleslaw, no. same. It's exactly but why right. does it taste way better? It did because you can have as much as you want. I don't do yes. like
2: their coleslaw way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And I will but, say,
1: so if yeah. you ever are in the UK, oh, see their KFC. Yep. Really? It's on. Oh, it's next level. I don't think really? they've done the have moved over to the clone chickens yet over there. <laughs> so it's like real deal. Is the laboratory fresh. Right yeah, yeah, yard bird. And right, yeah, right, right, It's like man. It is. It is. Interesting. Awesome. It is. It, am, I, am I lying, babe? No. It's. It's. Really it tastes good. like KFC used to taste yep, here, probably like thirty years ago. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is tough, man. I, I say no, man. I just had four piece uh Popeye spicy chicken today too man that was right He's on the
2: roll y'all I'm, Yeah He's that sandwich converted. took me down man
1: yeah. <laughs> He's on the roll It <laughs> took me down so I, it, that's a tough one uh, I think I'm a Listeners KMC. I we KMC. want um, Can KMC. we have you can we have the listeners weigh in can we Absolutely. put up uh, an Absolutely. Instagram poll we do a poll So let's that's do a right. poll this this week yes. um, we'll do Popeye's chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-a, Chick-fil-a. Chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwich, and then Very we'll do good. Popeye's chicken versus KFC, KFC. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we'll see
0: what we get back. And now, when you say like KFC chicken versus Popeye's chicken, are you thinking these are the chicken tenders? Or are you thinking? No, no, no. We're talking about world. bone and chicken, bro. Bone and yeah.
1: chicken tenders is not even chicken. Please. <laughs> pathetic
0: <laughs> very good I just whenever
1: i go to the restaurant with somebody they order chicken tenders it's like they might as well you should get mess, leave. they might as well mess up the group text with a non-iphone mm. uh, and make it all go green because right. of the one you person. don't even know if it's that's delivered. chicken tenders oh, you, you don't know, really know if anybody's delivered. writing yeah i get you and okay. i'm talking to you troy <laughs> um so you know the reason one of the reasons we want to talk about this today because we want to talk about Truth. Uh Oh, speaking of, and it is an objective fact. Mm. I'm gonna have to leave all this pause in there because that was gold, right? Yes. Think it through, love. Think it through. I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Yes. Uh, It's an objective fact: the In-N-Out hamburger is better than any other fast food burger, including Five Guys. That's objective. And that's factual, wow. and that's all you need to know about truth. Oh no! Um, so next wow. week we're gonna be <laughs> the week after that. Shows are over.
0: Pause? Are you including Whataburger in that? Oh, oh, of course. Seth. Well, no. we're getting we a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. I think of all the topics <laughs> we've ever talked something. about, this is probably gonna get the most negative feedback. But anyway, that's that's well, fact, you said uh, objective facts, objective, objective. Right. yeah, yeah. Objective. yeah,
1: because that's Person. objective. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right objective. Here, right that's here. objective, brother. Right, right. But no, that's what we, we're we're you know of course messing around. We want to talk about a little bit about truth today. Right. And objective truth the versus truth. subjective. Right. Now, we uh, Nerv and I recently started doing the truth uh course course in right. Impact three sixty, and I do want to recommend um highly. We're about how many videos in? Let's we see, about three names? or four. Three or four. Yeah. So good. Really good. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like fifteen to twenty minutes each video. They have a, they have quizzes each. afterwards you could take. But it's mm-hmm. really systematic. Yep. Really good approach, man. You'll you'll right. walk through this and have a way better understanding of some of these basic worldview issues. And so you can go on there and input the free mind, just all one word, all caps, right. free mind, coupon code, and it'll give you twenty five dollars right. off the fifty dollars. And that's like, you know,
3: so three
1: trips yeah, yeah. to Starbucks. You'll have this course. That's it
0: that's cuz impact360.org take the truth course and we'll probably talk about it on the show pretty soon. That's right, yeah. So yeah. Go ahead and, and, we're, and and a little
1: bit today we're going to reference some of the uh, right. some of the things we've been learning from there and how it relates to these cultural issues we've been talking about. So,
0: so the reality is yeah, the reality is <laughs> to say what burger you prefer is a subjective right truth, right. in reality. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's sort of like, you know, so so One of the common claims we hear today, and we're just going to go on a campaign to never use this terminology again, (laughs) but speak your truth. Oh, my goodness. If you've heard that, if you've said it, there is now condemnation in Christ (laughs)
3: Jesus.
1: (laughs) For those who say speak your truth.
0: Oh, um, man.
1: You know, because, and I'm joking, of course, but, you know, it's just a misuse of terminology so there's and somebody tweeted this this week there's no such thing as your truth there's the truth and 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 that's what you know when when you use the word truth it should be used in that unless we're talking about specifically subjective truth Hmm. now subjective truth is something that depends on the subject speaking Hmm. for its truth or falsity so in other words like um you know the popeye's chicken sandwich (laughs) is the most delicious chicken sandwich.
0: Right.
1: It's subjective because it comes down to a matter of taste. It, ma- right. it, it that statement is true or false depending on who says it. Right. So if uh if someone who actually thinks that that's true for them like they it tastes that's the best sandwich in their to their taste when they right. say it, it's true subjectively. Does that make right. sense? Yeah? yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But um <clears throat> most truths don't fall in that category. Those are right. truths of taste. So like, you know, vanilla ice cream is the best or right. uh, McDonald's McFlurries are the best ice cream dessert. Those, <laughs> those are subjective statements because right. it depends on the subject who's saying it.
0: Or to say my favorite color is green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a subjective
1: truth. Exactly. Because it says about something about the subject, what their right. favorite color is, what their taste is. Now, other claims of truth um, would would fall into the category of objective. That means it depends on the object, not right. the subject saying it. So it's right. outside of the person, right. and it's true whether or not someone believes it's true. Right. It stands alone as right. true. And so, and you could think of some examples of that, just you know, offhand. Or
0: I, I always think the uh, movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey and he you know there's a a scene where he cannot lie anymore because his son made this wish and so he's holding a blue pen and he's trying with all his might to say the pen is red because he wants to be able to try and lie but because he can under this spell or whatever like he just cannot say it is anything but what it actually is so in the scene he'll say this pen is royal blue (laughs) you know he's trying to say it's red but the idea is that 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 pen was objectively blue you know you can say it's whatever you can think it's whatever but upon looking at it upon all the evidence like it is blue in the same way you could say that uh, h2o equals water you know right. water is made of two hydrogens one oxygen you can argue that you can think differently about it but it doesn't change the fact right water equals h2o that is an objective truth there's no, no way around it right and so again and
1: you have objective that has to do with what's true or false, independent of the subject saying it or believing it, whatever right. they say. Then you have subject that's taste, opinion, something that's just preference. True for them. That's right. it's, it's true for you. That let, let's say Stephen thinks cold brew is the best kind of coffee, which he does, and which it's false. Amen. But Amen. <clears throat> for Stephen,
0: cold brew is the best coffee. Right now, for to me, say, cold yeah. brew is swill. So, <laughs> but to say. Cold brew is coffee brewed over 24 hours, you know, yes, soaking be. in yes. water. That's the objective truth. That is how it is brewed. That is <clears throat> right. what it is.
1: That's objective. That's objective. And right. then like I said, cold brew swill is going to be a subjective claim based on its right. swill for, like it swill for me. Right. It's delicious to me. Delicious to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nerva has no opinion on cold brew. Do you I, like cold brew?
2: I don't think I do.
1: You don't like it, right? I don't think I that's do. That's because you're smart.
0: <laughs> um, leading the witness. That's right.
1: <laughs> but, you know, so I, I hope that's shot. kind of making sense yeah. about claims. Right. Whether or not they're true or false, those claims of truth fall in those two categories. Of course, truth, is we're, we're, we're referring to that term as correspondence with reality. It's right. so either telling or believing it like it is, as grandma says, telling it like it is. That's, that's <laughs> truth. Right. Um, when, when your thoughts or statement lines up with the way things are. So something is true. Like snow is white. If in fact, it snow is, is white. See, yeah. so we're getting deep here on the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is not true. If, if you say snow is blue, then that statement of course is an objective statement, but it mm. turns out to be false. Because it doesn't correspond with reality. So that's what we mean by truth. So when someone says, you know, share your truth or whatever, and and they're talking about your version of the story or your worldview or something like that, they're just misusing those terms. Right. Because they're not asking you in that case to share what you think about the Popeye's chicken sandwich usually right they're actually saying you know share your view on this particular issue right and that and because we don't want to hurt people's feelings we don't want to say that's a claim about reality and we need to test it we need to say no that's your truth but my truth is this and they can actually contradict each other and somehow we're supposed to think that they're both true because one's your truth and one's my truth and that's the confusion of that type of language right so
0: that's why we're on a campaign don't say (laughs) share your truth The importance of that distinction is Mm -hmm. a subjective truth is not something that could be falsified. You know, you can't prove it wrong. It's a preference. Mm -hmm. An objective truth claim is either true or not. You know, so to say snow is blue, it is still an objective claim because it is an objective statement, a statement of truth. Whether or not that statement is true or not can then be examined and verified afterwards and so it's important to Mm -hmm. distinguish this as an objective statement and then see is this right or wrong exactly and so
1: we're going to test you guys today we want you to uh want you to get out your pen and pads or your your iphone or ipad
0: that's right and
1: we're going to give you some questions here and we want you to write, you can just put O for objective or yeah. S for subjective. We want you to take this test. We got a list of questions here and we're just right. going to put, put it out to you. So go ahead, babe. what's the first question? All right, the
2: here? first one says the fire engine is red.
1: Sorry, they're not questions they're statements and you're going to give us, yeah. that was my fault. So um, the fire engine is red. Is that a subjective statement or an objective? We'll give you a chance to write it down. Mark it down. All right. Next.
2: Red is the most beautiful color.
1: All
0: right. Number three.
2: One mile equals
0: 5,280 feet. Might need to Google that one before I right. answer it.
2: <laughs> You know? Four. Okay. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president.
1: All right. Next one.
2: Beach vacations are the best. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. What number is this next one? This, the next one is number six. Okay. okay water equals H2O. Okay. All right. This one, number seven, God exists. Number right. eight, Jesus is the only way to God. Number nine, elective abortion is wrong. Number eight, okay. Number yeah. 10, sex before or outside marriage is okay. Number 11, there is one God, Allah. And Muhammad is his prophet. Number 12. Buddha discovered the Eightfold Path to Enlightenment.
1: Very good. All right, you got your answers down? All right, well, let's go through these real yes, quick. So read the first it. one, man.
2: The first one says, the fire engine is red.
1: What do we got on that
0: one? Objective. Very good. Objective. Why is that? Well, regardless of... Whatever color it is, it is what it is. Whether you think it's red or not or whether you want it to be something different. Right. Fire engine is objectively red outside of any us. It is an object.
1: It's about the claim. It's about 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 the the fire engine's color, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. So what's the second one?
2: Red is the most beautiful color.
1: Subjective. Subjective. Very good. Because that says to who, you know. To To me, yeah.
0: Next one.
2: One mile equals five thousand two hundred eighty feet. Obviously objective. Yeah.
0: Objective, yeah. Object this is
1: objective. an objective claim. And objective at first claim. I didn't know if is that true or not, but <laughs> <Right>. it turns <laughs> out it is. It is. <laughs> but it is objective either way. Okay. So.
2: Abraham Lincoln was the sixteenth president. Objective. 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 All right. Beach vacations are the best. That depends on which coast. You know, gonna, <laughs> no, that's subjective. 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 Yep. Number six, water water equals H two O.
1: Objective. Objective.
2: Objective. God exists. Whoo! Come on, somebody.
1: So this one is objective, but it's one that, you know, people will probably, you may have tripped up on that because you might think, huh, that's, uh, people disagree about that. Right. But it's actually an objective claim. It's either true or false. Either God exists or he doesn't. And it's about God's existence. It's not about your preference. So, you know, again, when someone says, share your truth, and they're talking about the category of theology mm. sometimes they that terminology gets tossed around in that um kind of topic right because we do we're we're born and bred in our culture to think of theological claims as right. subjective yeah right. they're actually objective so okay next one
2: okay number eight mm. jesus is the only way to god
1: what you get there <laughs>
0: objective, objective right it should be yeah
1: yeah because why again because Either it's, it's true that, is that true. Jesus is the yeah. only way to God, or it's not true, but it's not dependent upon it, the believer or the subjective opinion or preference. Mm, right.
2: So good. Okay. Next one. Elective abortion is wrong.
1: Yep. That'll be objective as well. Yep. And that's Very another good. one that tends to trip people up. Um, right. We'll talk about that more, but um, it's an objective claim about the right or wrongness of the action itself rather right. than the preference.
2: Okay, yeah. number 10, sex before or outside marriage is okay.
0: Objective. Yep. Objective. Objective.
1: Yeah. Objective. So yeah. as Christians, um, we would argue that it's false, but it's still an objective claim. Right.
0: Right.
2: All right, number 11, there is one God, Allah, and Muhammad, Muhammad is his prophet. That's an objective claim. Objective right. claim. And again, right. as Christians, we
1: would argue hey, right. it's false. Yeah, it's, a <laughs> but it's an objective, objective claim. claim. <laughs> it's either true or false independent of my preference but
0: if you were to put that in the subjective category then you would be able to, you would say it could be true for you and not for me mm-hmm. that's why it's right. important to categorize a statement like that yep. as an objective truth claim yep it's either true for everyone or false mm-hmm. for everyone yeah, man. there's no in between that's mm-hmm. good yeah okay number Next 12 one.
2: last one buddha discovered the eightfold path to enlightenment
0: yeah objective objective claim objective
1: claim, that's that's it. It. claim. And the reason it's important to think through this exercise. So again, they do this. This is these questions were taken from, I think, the second or third video on the truth course right. with impact. And they do this at the immersion camp every year. And it's crazy how many times when you get to number seven where God exists, mm-hmm. the kids almost inevitably flip to subjective like they get them right. Boom, 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 boom. It's easy before they yeah. even really explain it that thoroughly right but when they get to issues of theology we watch this every year theology morality they go oh that's subjective right and why is that that we've been that's been so ingrained and you have a quote from um you read this alan bloom book babe Mm -hmm. and read that quote from that book i think it's in his introduction
3: it
2: says there's one thing a professor can be absolutely certain of Almost every student entering the university believes or says he believes that truth is relative.
1: Yeah. And so we, you know, the, the this was I, I can't remember when that book was written. It's relatively recentish, maybe in the past 30 I think years, in the, 80s. In the, the 80s, maybe. Yeah. So. And he was a he was a professor, I think, at University of Chicago. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Hmm. Um but he was you know, he was well versed. He, he wrote this book called The Um Closing of the American mm-hmm. Mind. Really good book. And it's the subtitle is How Higher Education Has Failed Democracy and Impoverished the Souls of Today's Students. <laughs> wow. And he really understood the university and what was happening. He had his finger on that pulse. And the fact is that many people, especially at the popular level, and especially going into college, they're influenced by relativism. Mm -hmm. They're influenced by your truth, my truth. It's kind of a way we can avoid Mm -hmm. hurting people's feelings. Um, We think it's arrogant to claim that we have knowledge, you know, or that there's truth, that we have truth, not realizing that that in and of itself claims knowledge and truth, but... um, But, you know, the fact is many people will say things like this. And the new version of it is share your truth, you know, share my right. truth. Mm-hmm. And and it's just good to be aware of that we, you're, you're probably going to have the tendency if you come up in this culture and don't have the mental equipment to resist it, mm. you're probably going to have the tendency to do the same thing, just like we all do. Like mm-hmm. w- we slip over into, well, it's a moral claim. It must be subjective. It's true for you, true for right. me. Or right. it's true for your culture, not true for our culture. Mm. And same thing with the- theological claims. And... we've talked about this before on the podcast, the history of why we got to where we are with that. But I think it's really important because I even heard that in some of the Marty Sampson stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, he was kind of saying like, well, you know, it's, this has worked for me in the past, not working for me now, but you do your religion, whatever works for you, you know, and and we put it in that category Mm -hmm. of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And that's the question, is morality and theology oh. like that? Is it is it relative? We mm. And we understand that if you make a that all truth is relative, of course, that statement itself is self-refuting. Right. We've talked about that, that before. Work. self-refuting statement is something that can't possibly be true because it refutes itself, the statement right. does. So a sentence like there are no English sentences longer than three words refutes <laughs> right. itself because it – it itself is an English sentence, on three words. So, the, the truth is, there are no mm. truths that are objective. If you're claiming that, you're claiming that that's an objective truth, right? Um, not that. So, so it becomes self-refuting. But the question is, <clears throat> is it is the area in the discipline or, or the the um, the sphere of morality is that subjective? Is it culturally subjective? Mm. And there are many um, problems with that, and that's what they talk about in this course. Um, but we'll just mention a couple maybe here. And the interesting thing, though, is I as I was going through this course, and I think they they did it probably just a few years ago, I was thinking about the fact that with all the political stuff that's happened mm-hmm. in the last few years, and critical theory in particular, right. critical theory, Neil pointed this out in a previous episode, has a strong strain of moral realism in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> whereas I think many of the same people there's an incoherence because many of the same people that are saying well morality is relative they're saying oppression is wrong Mm. objectively Mm. right and they're saying you know injustice is wrong Mm. but then they're saying well morality is relative and so you know they're contradicting themselves so it's we're kind of in an interesting time when there's such a deep incoherence With people that they're not even thorough relativists anymore, right? While claiming relativism, and so you kind of you really have to spend some time helping people understand that, and it is really hard. It's almost impossible to be a thoroughgoing moral relativism, but you do hear people at least claiming to be until you find what they care about. We've we we've done that with J.P. Moreland, find out what they care about and talk about that area as though it's relative and you'll find their closet absolutists. Right. And
2: I love the uh, the analogy, or not an analogy, like the, the person that visits the bank teller to say how much money they have in the account. And the lady said, well, no, that's true for you, not for me. <laughs> right. It never works. You can't build a life on, on relativism.
3: Right, right.
1: And that's why, your yeah.
2: statements have to match reality or they don't. And so right. you can't. And so when you start like
1: that, talking about your truth, Especially like relativism with regard to all of truth, it just falls apart immediately. I mean, nobody, of course, you wouldn't approach your bank account like that or somebody stealing (laughs) your stuff or, you know, it's just, it's, it really is one of those kind of ridiculous things we can kick around in the philosophy class, but Mm -hmm. we, we can't live by it. Right. And I think the, the morality thing, uh, they point this out, but if, if, Typically if someone is a relativist they'll they'll back into like a cultural relativist and that's basically like mm. well cultures believe different things about morality so whatever is right for them is right for them we can't judge them as a culture they can't judge us mm. and of course what that means is then you can't look at you know Hitler's Germany and mm. and it is no different morally speaking than a culture that loves people of right. ethnic diversity in other words typically people will want to be relativist, but the same person will be, will say, we need to make progress morally. We need to get rid of right. racism in our society, stuff like right. that. But on, on the view of relativism, there's no, there's no moral progress right. even possible. Right. You just have lateral change. It just shifts from, uh, Vanilla vanilla chicken, vanilla ice cream (laughs) to chocolate ice cream one day. But neither one is better or worse, morally speaking, than the other. Um, On the individual level, of course, they use the example, typically, Hitler and Mother Teresa. There's no moral difference between these two people. And culturally, you can't have any moral reformers because somebody that wants to change the culture then on cultural moral relativism you're Mm. saying what's right for that culture as a whole is right right for them so in other words if racism and jim crow south is right for them then moral martin luther king comes along he's actually immoral for being a reformer right and so obviously that view when you think about it you're like this can't this can't be an accurate description of morality. Right. There are uh, there are objective moral truths that are that hold for all culture, right. and then of course that raises the question: Is how is that possible on an evolutionary naturalism mm. paradigm? Right. It's it's not. Wow. So we have right. to ground it in something that transcends human opinion mm-hmm. and transcends our own um, cultural, unique social histories, and that's where right. we, that's why many theologians of all stripes. I guess you wouldn't say theologians, but any thinkers, even atheists and theists have said, you know, without God, there is no objective framework where you can ground objective morality in. And that Mm -hmm. that does throw you into moral relativism, which again, throws you into these quandaries.
0: Right. And that's something even consistent atheists will admit that morality is an illusion. You know, without a God, it's just something that we're doing just as a culture. And again, if you look at the lion killing the zebra, We don't say that the lion murders the zebra. The lion is just following its evolutionary standpoint. And so if you are an atheist or a naturalist that does not believe in God, then that's all we are doing as humans. And so a human that murders another human or abuses another human is just them dancing to their DNA. And those are the words of Richard Dawkins in his book, The God Delusion. And so you can see that people will stand up and say, no, but that is wrong, that murder is wrong. And then the question again becomes, well, what grounds, what foundation are you making that? truth claim, right. that that is objectively wrong for anyone right. at any given time. And especially in this culture that we have now, tolerance is now one that you will find many yeah. young people say that it is good to be tolerant no matter what. Yeah. And anyone in any culture should be tolerant of other cultures. Yeah, And if that is actually true for everyone, then on what grounds is, is it true? Because <laughs> without God, what else do we have but our opinions and, right. and is a subjective truth? So... That's again one that you can really press mm-hmm. on young people. Yeah, for sure,
1: and it's and it's good for us to just to really clearly think through because, and we're we're bringing this up again. We talked about it way back in the R. Kelly <laughs> series, right, but um, right. we're bringing it up again because yes. it's it's relevant to the Josh Harris and the Marty, Marty Simpson Sam. and yeah. these other guys that are kind of walking away from the faith, but trying to reach back into the Christian worldview and hold on to things like love and tolerance yeah. and right. all these things that they they intuitively recognize we would say it's the law of god written on the on the heart of man right but the things that you really lose when you walk away from theism right um and i don't know where they've landed yet i don't even know if they know where they've landed yet but it's uh the book uh written by greg a while back relativism feet firmly planted in midair
0: yes yeah
1: the idea is if you're going to feel confident that there's these presuppositions that you've held onto of love and and Mm. tolerance and diversity, all these things that are driving you, that they're accurate, then you've got to ground it in something. It's got to be grounded in theism. So it's going to bring you back to Christianity. You've got to let all of it go. In essence, they Mm -hmm. all come or go leave together. And it's something I think many, many of the young folks that I'm seeing kind of, fall into the trap of the culture, the spirit of the age, they are in some cases drawn out of Christianity because they feel like there's a, there's a higher morality outside of it, Mm. Mm. but not recognizing that there's no, it's nihilism, nihilism, however you want to say it. Right. Nihilism lies out there for you. You just haven't, you haven't allowed yourself to think that far in advance. Right. And so it's sort of like, (laughs) I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head, but, like a, a kid who you know they 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 have a car and their parents pay for their gas they're still living at home a 19 year old and they're mad that their parents wouldn't they don't have a job and they <laughs> you know they they are mad because their parents wouldn't give them ticket money for tickets for the movies that night and they're like well i'm gonna leave the house because if i leave the house
0: um, I'll do what I want. I can yeah, I, I can.
1: Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me say, their parents won't let them go to the movies that night for sure. And they're like, sure. "I'ma leave at house because I can do whatever they want," not realizing they won't have the money to pay for gas <laughs> to go to the theater and do right. what they want in two weeks, you know. For sure. And for so sure. it's like they're cutting off the branch they're sitting on, in mm. essence, and still trying to act as though they have that branch available to them, but they're right. falling <laughs> through midair on their way to hit the ground. Right. And so I just want to. Help, kind of help people think through the fact that, again, Christianity, like C.S. Lewis said, is not true only because I see it, but by it I see everything else. You Mm. do see that there is, uh, there are objective morals, Mm. there are moral truths that can be known, even though there's difficult, um, gray moral areas. There are some truths that are clearly known. Yes, that it's wrong to rape a woman. It's wrong to torture a baby for fun. It's wrong to be racist it's wrong to mm-hmm. go in and commit genocide and take people's land because you want it right. you know these things are truly wrong and it's good to recognize that but you you have to recognize what worldview can account for that mm. and if you're going to toss away Christianity so easily and not realize you're tossing away all that as well mm-hmm. right and trying to hold on to that inconsistently so i think that's a that's an interesting thing to think on. Any any thoughts you guys have that you'd add yeah, to that? Yeah, it's was just
2: kind of, my brain is kind of pondering on progressive Christianity and how it's just mm. kind of going through, okay, let's just make the tenants uh, up for grabs. And how do they even go about beginning to decide what parts of Christianity are worth keeping and, and mm. letting go of? And then you just, like like you said, in midair planting something that's right. supposed to be substantial but has no grounding anymore. So yeah. it's like, wow, that's just really interesting. And we were playing a message the other day of a gentleman just trying to convince the the uh, crowd of of progressive Christianity and how um how he he just kind of threw away the thought that you know how do we know this is the uh, the word of God? How do we know anything? And I was like, well, then what are you going to present to to even convince of anybody of anything? And how do you know that? So um, yeah, I think of this relativism and where does it Go and when does it stop and how does it how do you even build life on it it just doesn't doesn't seem to work at all so
1: yeah there's this good to good good awareness and there is this flimsy again i think it's it's one of the one of the one of the flows of our day like the currents of our day like if you're in the you know ocean it's just dragging people (laughs) in a direction and i think it's this um it's this flimsy moral and theological relativism yeah. but then they park arbitrarily on absolutism whenever it serves yeah, them and it's completely was. arbitrary that's, and yep. that's what we were watching right. this guy she was originally she was watching alisa childers on the 1 minute apologist okay, yeah. and then next video it just rolled into this guy he was um an <laughs> older gentleman probably in his 60s or 70s but mm-hmm. he was given a presentation in favor of progressive christianity sure. oh, wow. yeah. and we were listening to it and i was like, and I was like wow like, oh, it, man. i mean there was no coherence and he was just, wow. I mean, our, and he was a doctor too. Like he, you know, I, I don't know if his doctor was in theology mm-hmm. or ethics or whatever, but I was like, wow, this is a, the positions that he's trying to stake out and argue for it just, it just did not Completely work. Self-refuting. Just- and um, I just noticed this a lot in people these days. They're just not thinking through the worldview implications from foundations right. upward and I think this true for you. Share your truth, and I and I even he, I hear Christians using that kind of language, and I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, let's not do that. Let's right. let's stick to, you know, here's the truth, and here's why I think it's true. Right. And you could still be kind to people. You could still be humble in that. You could say, show me, you know, if you think I'm wrong, let's let's dialogue about it. Right. Now it is hard to do that. We've talked about the fact that knowledge tends to puff up, and we were just uh, had that in service this morning. Um, you know, the the fact that we all come to Christ in need, we come to him in weakness and we don't come to him in our strength and, you know, having all of our theological ducks in a row. But part of discipleship of course is maturing us Mm -hmm. and teaching us how to carry knowledge with humility. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to throw away truth to be humble. Right. And you don't have to, um, you, we t- we had a whole episode on this I think a while back. Yeah, we did talk about humility. Humility. humility, and yeah. I would just encourage one. you to go back and check it out so when good. you get a chance. But um, yeah, this is this is one that that is a I just you got to be aware of popular level. True for you, true for me. I think we're gonna play a little clip. Uh, Paul yes. Copan recently did a uh, a whole a uh, thing for PragerU on this topic, and if you don't know yeah. uh, Paul, man, he's He's actually an awesome, g- g- incredible philosopher, like a world kind of world-renowned thinker, Christian apologist. He's really careful mm-hmm. in his thinking, but also really kind, like in his presentations. He, I don't know if you saw this, Stephen, but there was a guy that commented. I, I shared the video on okay. our Twitter, uh, Seth yeah. Twitter account a couple weeks ago, and it was about Paul. And this other guy got on there and he made some arguments, and I, I, I thought the arguments. And the position he was trying to make wasn't very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I was trying to engage him a little bit and just um, push back on a couple albums. But Paul actually got on there oh, with wow. the guy and explained it thoroughly. and But did it with such grace and such humility. I was like, man, it really taught me a lot. Because I'm like, if I were him, I probably wouldn't even have taken the time, honestly, to respond right. to this person. But the way he did it, and I've seen him do it in person. We had, we had him in the church. Uh, yeah a did. few a few That's years right. back, and yeah. I, I see how he handles himself and and it's and it provides a good model of how to how to be well studied, how to have great knowledge, but at the same time, uh keep Christian humility and generosity of spirit as the primary focus. and so, mm. as you guys uh listen to this video, I hope it helps clarify this a little bit.
4: Is there such a thing as truth, or is everything, including truth, a statement of personal opinion or preference? In other words, is truth relative? For our purposes here, let's put aside the science angle. Yes, you can sit on a couch and not appear to be moving, but since the Earth at the equator is rotating at 1,100 miles per hour, you are, from that perspective, moving. And very fast. I'm not talking about that kind of relative. Let's confine ourselves to the more everyday questions of truth, like, does it exist? Once the answer to this question was obvious—usually confined to late-night discussions in college dorm rooms—but no longer, truth is going through a tough time. A white woman feels black and represents herself to be so. She rises in the leadership ranks of the NAACP until her fiction is exposed. She refuses to go quietly, however. She feels black, and so she is black. A 69-year-old man in the Netherlands petitions the court to legally change his age to 49 because that's how he feels. And of course, seemingly, on a daily basis, men and more and more boys, with all the chromosomes and body parts that make them distinctly male, declare themselves to be female. And women and more and more girls likewise declare themselves to be male. They feel they're one sex or the other, therefore they are that sex, and we must accept that regardless of what the truth is. In a viral video, a five-foot-nine-inch American Caucasian male asks students at the University of Washington to acknowledge that he's Chinese, or six-foot-five, or a woman. Some hesitate, but no one will tell him what he's saying is not true—that he's not what he says he is. That would be mean and intolerant. This true-for-you-but-not-for-me relativism is disconcerting because it requires the acceptance of obvious contradictions, denial of reality, and common sense. Rather than adjusting our lives to the truth, the truth has to adjust itself to us. But it's very difficult to live this way, not to mention it being highly impractical. We rely on mind-independent, universal truths in order to think clearly, to navigate life. Otherwise, we quickly get lost. There must be some things that just are, things that are true. This way points north for everybody, no matter what anyone happens to prefer or sincerely believe. So, what is truth? At its root, truth is a matchup with reality. A story, a statement, or belief is only true if it lines up with what's real. It's like a socket wrench fitting perfectly onto a bolt. Reality is the truth-maker. Reality makes something true. To say the earth is flat or the moon is made of green cheese is false. Why? Because it doesn't match up with reality. Until quite recently, the purpose of all education in large part was the pursuit of truth. The motto of Harvard University, for example, is veritas, Latin for truth. No more. Anyone who says education should be about the pursuit of truth is immediately shot down with the comeback, who's truth? Increasingly, people speak of my truth or say it's true for me or your reality, as though truth is merely a matter of opinion or perspective. At the 2018 Golden Globe Awards, Oprah Winfrey famously said that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Now you can have your experience or your perspective, but there's no such thing as your truth or my truth. There is only the truth—that which is true for everyone. As Wall Street Journal writer Byron Tau noted, Oprah employed a phrase that I've noticed a lot of other celebrities using these days—your truth instead of the truth. But, he added, your truth undermines the idea of shared common facts. And here's another problem with your truth. If your truth is truth, anyone who doesn't hold that truth must be wrong. This sounds a lot like narcissism and its intellectual bullying. Believe my truth or else. Not exactly a positive pro-truth message. Yeah, truth is going through a tough time. So let's review. Truth can't be relative. If it is relative, it's not truth. To say there is no truth for all people is to declare a truth for all people. In effect, you're saying it's true that there is no truth. And to declare that both your and my opinions are true, even if they contradict one another, is to speak nonsense. Truth is an opinion or preference. It's not subjective or relative. It is inescapable because reality is inescapable no amount of double talk will change that and that's the truth i'm paul copan author of true for you but not for me
0: that's really good
1: yeah good summary man so i you know just basically that's that's what we wanted to get you guys thinking about today was let's not let's not we we can accept the idea that we might be wrong about some given claim, and we can disagree Mm -hmm. with others and have good conversations, but let's not back into this sloppy cultural position of saying, well, I'm not going to actually say something's true. I'm just going to say my truth, your truth, and and just avoid any potential conflict or disagreement, especially when it comes to areas of morality and theology. Right. So we just want to say there is a a fact of the matter about God's existence one way or the other. (laughs) We just want to make sure we do what we can to understand what is the truth in that area. What is the truth about? Is Jesus the only way to God? Is right. Muhammad Allah's prophet? You know, these are, these are objective questions, objective claims. Right. And it's better to keep that in its proper place and understand that and wrestle with the truth or falsity of it right. instead of backing into this relativism mm-hmm. position that I see some people trying to back into.
0: Yeah, that's good. You know I read a book uh, by Chris Voss, he's a negotiation expert and uh, he talks about in business negotiations, if someone says you're right, they don't actually believe that you're right. But if you can have someone say that's right, then they actually agree with what you're saying. Because Mm. it's different of saying you're right, is just trying to appease you and get you to shut up. (laughs) But if they actually agree, they'll say that that is right, this outside thing that you're saying. And so that idea that you're right, my right, doesn't matter. That is right. That the yeah. truth that's outside of us. That is what we need to appeal to, especially in our worldview and Christian right. worldview. So no, I think that's good. And, and
1: piggybacking <laughs> off the last couple weeks, you know, with Marty or someone like that, if you if you are like that today, or you're finding mm. someone in church, you know, prayerfully and graciously. You know, there's no. This isn't. It's. Doing this stuff is an art, and you can only know if you're in the situation how you can talk to somebody where they're at personally. But right. if you can begin to help them to see that the big question is: is not does Christianity make me feel good, and or is it true for me? Um, the right. big question is: is Christianity true? Right. And if it's true, it doesn't really matter what I feel like. Mm. It doesn't really matter if it's popular, mm, right. so um, or if it even makes me feel good or or helps me live a better life, which it will, but that's it doesn't at the end of the day what matters is is it true Mm -hmm. and can we know it? And we would say yes and yes.